See Sweet and Sour, powered by Align, the podcast where we talk about the sweet and not-so-sweet sides of leadership. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of See Sweet and Sour. I'm here with Erica. Erica, how are you today? I'm doing great, Philip. Thank you so much for having me. Erica, for those who don't know who you are, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I'm the COO at Rasa.io. We have an AI newsletter solution that allows you to save a ton of time on the newsletter process in addition to personalizing your email content for each and every subscriber. Amazing. And talk a little bit about your your past that you want to tell everybody, you know, obviously don't tell us about the the uh, the skeletons in the closet unless oh, you yeah, want to. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it PG. So, so I started out my career in Tulane's undergraduate admission office where I focused on strategic recruitment and marketing. Mm-hmm. It was when a lot of the fun marketing automation tools were coming out of the scene, MailChimp and Constant Contact and all the all the names that we're so familiar with today. And I I loved I loved that realm so much that when I graduated with my MBA from Tulane, I went on to uh, run a team at a digital marketing agency. We did all the good stuff online, helped people stand out amongst the chaos of the online marketplace, and then um, then engaged with um, folks over here at Rasa and realized that the world was going AI. And I was really intrigued by AI's application to email because email just felt like this dinosaur that had so much room to improve. So, um, and turns out it does. So it's been, it's been a fun ride at Rasa. I've been here for about five and a half years. It's interesting because you, you kind of jumped on the bandwagon before there's even a bandwagon. Yeah. When everyone thought when you heard AI and you just thought killer robots or, you know, the movies, uh, but yeah, no, it was it, in the beginning, there was definitely some, um, educating of our prospects to be had because, because not everyone knew what AI and email meant altogether so, some could argue that's still about um robots and <laughs> and, and that kind of stuff but uh no, but uh, no but it's also though. it has a, a few more applications i know i'm using i'm using ai as much as possible i know that uh based off of what is happening in just the industry and in general and business and in, in, in corporate world right now not only corporate just everywhere um you need to be you need to you need to get more done with yeah. less and when that. I mean less, I mean everything less. Um, and AI is a solution. Just from today, I didn't use I didn't use any AI tools for about a week because I was focusing on something completely different. I had nothing to do with content. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our our, our our new website coming up, which actually is the content. But our new website uh, kind of went live uh, the other day, and uh-huh. I yes, thank you. You can check it out after. Uh, sure. And. I went back in and it's already changed. It's already better. And it's been a week. A week. And the rate of change is really going to be mind blowing. I mean, the the, cur- the growth curve, uh, the change of the technology that everyone's going to have to learn and interact with over the next few decades is going to be mind blowing. Do you think that as as leaders, how do you think that'll, that'll affect the whole landscape? I feel like it's not, you know, everyone thinks AI is going to take all our jobs. And it is going to be, there's going to be a change in what jobs there are. It's not mm-hmm. going to be that 
um, that all the jobs go away, but the jobs are going to change. It's going, you know, you're already hearing about these days that are these people are hiring for chat GPT prompt masters, right? I mean, it's the nature of the work is going to change. If you're someone who your day to day is something that is really tactical and repetitive, those are the people where those jobs are going to go away. So yeah. if you're someone where your work is really repetitive in nature, um, then you should probably start playing around with these tools. And as far as you know, where investment's going to go, people are going to invest in companies that are developing the tools that intelligently automate a lot of repetitive tasks. Hey, C-Sweet and Sour listeners, it's Haley here from Align. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I just wanted to jump in with some exciting news. We have a new limited time promotion for listeners. You can get 10% off your first year of the Align software with the promo code NOTSOUR10. Align is a strategic planning and execution management software designed to help businesses achieve their goals faster. To get started, go to aligntoday.com demo and complete the form to book your demo today. Again, the code is NOTSOUR10. Now back to the episode. I believe that it's going to be past the repetitive things the repetitive things i think they're we're already on, on like we're good to go we, we've been good to go for for a while yeah. i think it's beyond that already no, it's, it's starting to become yeah. creative almost mm -hmm. yeah it's, whatever that means right 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 and it just gets better and better at a faster and faster rate um yes it is uh, uh, um one of the things that uh, a lot of um that happens with leadership is that it's not just leadership right it's dealing with your your, your home as well and we just before we started this podcast we talked about um my my newborn uh uh yes liel she's four, four four months old in a, in, a, in a week and uh for me personally it's been incredibly difficult uh i don't remember it being this difficult um <laughs> with the first two this is my third wait, wait, how old is your second my second, he is uh, five years old. Okay, so my my second was just about to be five when our baby was born, or maybe just about to be four. And you forget you forget about how tricky the baby stage is. <laughs> you do. I, here's the thing: I don't know if it's necessarily we forgot, even though we probably did. Like it's, that's probably a bit, but it's uh, if for for example for us, you know, uh, it's. It's, uh, and I mentioned it before, it's moved from man-on-man uh, -man to uh, zone coverage. Mm -hmm. And um, it's because of you know, just how our child is, uh, my wife is 100% with the baby. So she can't take care of the other kids you're, as she used to. to. Older too. Right. And yep. I am, and, and this, and, 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 and for example, a full hour of my day in the morning now goes to my mm -hmm. children, which it went, which was my, my amazing wife. Um, uh, she took care of those things in the morning and mm -hmm. now I have to do them. Forget about the fact that I don't like doing it. Uh, but I have to. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's very brilliant. Right. Right. But I, 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 I need to, otherwise you don't have lunch. Right. Uh, yeah. Or things and, don't get, yeah. And things don't get done. Exactly. And, uh, I'm finding it more difficult to just deal in general. And I've been, and I've done like very difficult things in my life, but this is kind of at, at a different level. Um, how are right. you, we how do you feel? You can't nurse the baby. So you have Correct. to take more older too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, do I want to do? No. Do I have to? Yes. Um, and do I love my kids dearly? A hundred percent. That said, it's not, I don't think, I don't think it's my wheelhouse when it comes to just that morning stuff. I just, I just keep 
even though I was like, I want to give them the same thing every single day. It kind of feels like, well, I shouldn't. But anyway. Mornings are chaotic, especially especially during school days when they have to be somewhere at a certain time and you don't have like that 15 minute buffer. Right. And you have to get them there by 8.05. It's it's definitely hectic between the backpacking and the breakfast. Yes. Needs. Yes, they have been late a few times, and it's not only my fault, but it's probably mostly my fault because I'm not on them enough as I should. Uh, and I, I, I feel that that has affected me at work as well. Have you, have you felt that? Do, do you have any help? Because we don't, and maybe we should. It's super expensive, but anyway, what about we you? Don't. I always turn to my the the wise words of uh, Cheryl Sandberg and making your partner a partner. I think that. You know, you can't you can't do it alone. Or some people do, and those people are amazing and just yeah. blow right mind. Yeah. To all the single parents out there, wow. Yeah. Uh, we we really do try to make it a partnership. My husband has a demanding job as well, and so we have to be so well calendared and so well orchestrated. We pretty much have like business calls at the beginning of the week. Who needs to do what? Who needs to take? who in and without that organization and planning it it would not work i love that so much oh man i wonder if i could do that with my wife well we do i mean we because we both work full-time we do have babysitters and schools and daycare so we have a network of of folks that we that we rely on but um but it's still it's still very very challenging yeah, I, I I agree. And do you feel that spilling over to your to your work life at all? I think that in this day and age, especially with the advent of remote not the advent of remote work, but remote work becoming so much more of a norm since COVID. I mean, you kind of can't like the lines are blurred, right? Like the our team, my team knows my kids' names. You know, they know they know that Brighton graduated kindergarten couple weeks ago you know you have to like you you have to kind of embrace the fact that the lines are blurred and I think it also makes you more human as a leader when you talk about your kids and how you know and just in general like vulnerabilities so that you can be seen as more real and I think that breeds trust and respect yeah I, I talk about this a few times in the podcast and I and I'm always I'm not necessarily on the fence, but I go back and forth with with how do you treat the company you work in as a leader? Most of the time you're you're probably the founding or one of the very first employees. And every time you bring somebody else in, they kind of become sort of a fam- part of the family as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the question is how mm, how much of a family should a business be? Because at the end of the day, this is a business. You might, you know, unlike a family, you might need to fire somebody. Um, uh, you know, th- things might happen. They might leave, right? Uh, well, mm-hmm. technically, you could probably do that as a family, but that's not really what you're, what you're aspire to do as a, as a family. But in business, sometimes, you know, exactly, right? Um, yes. Um, so, so, how do you, how do you feel like what's what's your on the scale of this is this is a family um and uh you know until death to us part versus this is a business and every interaction is is cold where are you in that spectrum oh 
That is such a great question. I, I do like the humanity of our interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so to like give a shout out to a line. Um, so I, I like to make things really, I like to be friendly and I like to embrace like the friendship aspect of work and like we're all we're in this together, but to keep it in business. I will turn to our friend Align and make sure that all of our goals for the quarter are super clear, for the year are super clear where we're headed so that we're all swimming in the same direction. And mm-hmm. even when, and so when there are warm and fuzzies, the warm and fuzzies can be tied directly back to us achieving our goals together. Right. So I think that helps me strike the balance on a scale of one to 10. Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, more like the the warm and fuzzy person so seven or eight friendly seven so <laughs> so so you're so you're at the same time you know it's you can't you can't like what we have in common is that we all want to see rasa do amazing things and that prepares right. us forward and you can't like it can't just be cut and dry business because we're spending like nine, 10 hours of our day together or virtually, you know, if yeah. just, you have to make it enjoyable and like, you have to be kind to people and you have to like each other to a certain extent. <laughs> you made me think about, about that. Like it is, does it have to be either or, or, or could there be overlap? Okay. And thinking about it, one, if there's a way to have, a, there's a way to do business uh, it, where you are friendly. That said, if if you know, God forbid something happens, uh, like somebody isn't working out, there is a friendly way to, I guess, um, let them go. Or um, there's a friendly yeah, way. You to have quit. to get feedback. Oh yeah, you have to you have to get feedback. And oftentimes, I feel like if you ask the right questions, people kind of arrive at their own conclusions, and they and they <laughs> see maybe where. They need to bridge the gap if you are supportive and create a trusting environment and it feels safe to express your opinions. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a it's a fine line to walk. It's very tricky. What do you struggle with now as being being the CEO of of Rasa? What what's what's your what are you struggling with right now? Oh gosh. Well like if oh, I if yeah, I said right now. If I could, if I could right now snap my fingers and say, this is going to be, this is, you don't have to worry about this anymore. What would that be? Um, Aside from like new clients, which is obvious. Right, right, right. I think along those lines, you know, balancing. So we have kind of two pieces of the business, if you will. Mm -hmm. We have our enterprise clients that Mm -hmm. need a lot of love and hand holding you know a lot of them have been with us four or five years since we first started mm-hmm. and making sure we give those people all of the tlc that they need and making sure they succeed at the same time nurturing this other piece of the business that's starting to really explode which is like what we call the self-service piece of it mm-hmm. come on get their newsletter started and do it all themselves and just Continuing to strike that balance of nurturing both sides of the business and seeing both pieces of the business succeed is is 
going to be an ever, ever evolving balance and it's, it's tricky. So yeah, if you could snap your fingers and make that really easy, that would be great. So it would be more of the, the operational side of things or kind of having the user journey just work. Um, both, both. I mean, the, yeah. You have to pick one. You can only pick one, Erica. I know they're all so intertwined though. I know, I know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it'd be great if the cycle of feedback were, was even, was super tight, right? But now when we have five, 600 people using the product, we can't take a piece of feedback and immediately implement it like we used to be able to. You know, we could have, like, we can, if a user gave us feedback and we thought it was worthwhile and widely applicable, we put that in the product in 24 hours, but now it's like, well, you have a piece of feedback, but so do the hundreds of other people. Right. So we need to kind of triage that. And there's a, you know, there's a two week, there's a two week sprint cycle. So you, you guys probably understand this so well. I wish, oh, yeah. I wish the feedback cycle could be as agile as it was, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So more agile. Fe- okay. I like that. That, that makes sense. That, 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 that works. I mean, you guys have a similar, do you, so what or, would, yeah. I'm going to turn it around on you. Sure. What would, what would you snap your fingers and figure out? Besides, um, <laughs> of course. Yeah. That, that's, that's a, that's a, that's an easy one. If it's new business mm-hmm. Um, for us, I, I think, I, I, you know what? I, I, I agree with you. It would be the same thing. It would be able to, it would be able to um, prioritize the feedback that we do get Um in a way in which we would probably because we can't know right mm-hmm. it maybe be kind of like that have have like some foresight understanding which piece which feedback is is in is is the most important beyond people asking because you know some people ask for for things yeah that they don't necessarily need they might want right, them just like, and they're super vocal and they're like well, i'll just ask for that see if i get exactly it. yeah but you can't differentiate the, between those things because you just see what right. comes in when it comes to feedback Mm-hmm. So probably knowing or 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 figuring out a way to um to prioritize the feedback in a way mm-hmm. where it 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 reduces churn and and actually brings in things that people need rather than they just feel like they want in that moment. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And like that, figuring out what the silent killers are, because to your point, there's so many vocal people that will ask for anything that comes to that pops in their heads, but then they're going to be a much greater percent of folks that come in, play around, and decide it's not for them, and you never know why. And you know yeah. that's where getting a more dynamic system of like watching what people are doing in the platform and taking the time to really synthesize all of those actions. I mean, that takes that takes time and resources and energy. But you know, figuring out how wouldn't it be great if we can just easily synthesize like all of the things that we don't hear about? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, as you you know started your career out of out of college as you mentioned and and slowly grew uh, you didn't land in a leadership position right off the bat kind of <laughs> okay I grew into a leader in the admission office but but my first job out of college was recruiting in um, New Jersey Colorado and Arizona for Tulane so that was my first year there. Great. So again, you you didn't start off, but you you quickly, pretty pretty quickly, got into the leadership leadership positions or at least managerial positions. And my question was, 
did you feel like that was you right off the bat or was it something that somebody said hey listen i think you should be doing this and then you kind of realized it so my, so that's a great question and i remember feeling like i never like i all like i wanted to more steer the ship i always remember feeling like i wanted to be the one to steer but i didn't necessarily want to be like in charge of people <laughs> but in order to steer the ship you kind of need to be in charge and like be a manager of people or a leader of people so i think a lot of young professionals will quickly realize as they go through their careers that if you do want to like have more decision making power and have more pull and like ascend in the ranks of an organization you're going to have to manage people and you're going to have to figure out that piece of it whether you like it or not and do you feel that um doing like here here's 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 my issue when it, when it came when it, whenever it came to I, I've always been like I've always been the, the the captain of a team or I've always been that person uh, in the army I was always the that that person I was always a leader I was always the you know the the person who people would would come after when it came to business though a lot of the things that I noticed I I I, I like doing things myself so a big mm -hmm. part a big challenge when it comes to leadership is letting go. Mm -hmm. And that was what? probably one of the hardest things for me to do. Even till today, I work on it. Like I know I I, I have, and Haley, Haley's uh, in in the background, and she know, and I I know. Um, I, I think I've been doing better lately. Uh, I'll ask I'll ask Haley again after this after this. If she no wants pressure, to pop on, no yeah, she wants to. That Haley, if you want to pop on and say, Philip, you're doing horribly with that. Uh, that's okay too, but. What I've also noticed is it's because I am doing a lot of the managing and a lot of the uh, um, example setting and a mm -hmm. lot of the the things that have to do with being a a, a leader because you, you you're not in the weeds as much, right? And I've I've found it more and more difficult to kind of um, sharpen my skill sets. Yeah, right. I'm still doing that whenever I can. I'm listening to podcasts as much like as possible. Set aside time proactively. To yeah, exactly. learn about the new chat GPT plugin to tie it back. Right. It takes it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Have have you felt the same thing uh as you've you've you you've grown as a leader? That's a great question. So 90% of businesses fail. 10% don't. Here's why. Plans fail when you don't have the right systems and software in place. This is why we built Align, a strategic growth management software that allows you to share real-time updates and eliminate miscommunication. Align is an easy-to-use, cloud-based software with features like daily huddles, KPI dashboards, software integrations, and so much more. You can see your company's priorities, critical numbers, goals, and tasks while holding everyone accountable. And all this in the palm of your hand with our mobile app. So what are your next steps? It's simple. Learn more about Align by requesting a demo at aligntoday.com. Let us make sure we land you in that 10%. Align. Achieve big goals faster. When I work, so my last company that I worked for, I led a team of 40 people. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't doing any of the tactical day-to-day -day stuff at all. Like, was totally mm -hmm. out of it. Most of my day was, like, meeting with people and talking about things and, like, you know, steering the ship if you will. Yep. And when I started at Rasa, you know, we were like very, very, very much in our youth. I was one of the very first employees. Mm -hmm. I had to be like, I, it was a, it was a 
slap in the face, back to tactical stuff. Not, and it wasn't bad. It was, it was kind of fun to get my hands dirty again, but, but it was a, it was a definite shift in my reality to go from definitely not a doer to very much a doer. Um, It didn't last that way, you know, for long. And I still get my hands and I'm still in the weeds with, you know, several things, but, but yeah, no, it was, it was definitely a paradigm shift. Um, And so now it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, my role has obviously changed and evolved, but, um, but yeah, no, that's, it's a shift you and you have to make yourself, you have to set aside time to stay sharp on the tactical stuff. I agree. Yeah, especially as as you grow the team and more uh, junior people come in, and you need to. So my whole thing is that I, what I appreciate doing is, like I said, I like giving examples and showing showing how things need to be done. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is that if you aren't sharp and ready, and when somebody junior comes in and they need help. Mm-hmm. Just saying, Google it is not is not is not being a leader, right? Just yeah. somebody to yeah. figure it out is not necessarily being a leader. There are ways of doing it where that is there is that is a leadership style, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's something I do with my kids, not with somebody that I, I need to grow a business with. When tomorrow, mm-hmm. or we haven't, uh, you know, for example, if somebody has an exit date, or or you know, they're expecting to get X amount of leads in an X amount of time, uh, that's something you can't really do. Just figure it out, like. Right. I'm here because I need I need a mentor. That no one, yeah. Most people do not do well with like, just go figure it out, sink or swim approach. Thanks out. Wants to be feel alone in their endeavors. Yes. So so one of the things I I uh, I work as much as possible to do is to try to stay as on top of things as possible. If it, again we mentioned it right now when it comes to AI, um, but I find it incredibly difficult, especially as of late. Um, because there's just so much, it's just so much. I am consoled with one handle on Instagram and I swear every single day it comes out with 20 more new AI tools and you just can't stay on top of all of them. I, I've decided to, to not. So when it comes to those things, so for me, it's LinkedIn. Uh, I, 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 I've, uh, not purposefully. I don't know why. Just I. I don't like the engagement and how Twitter is. I. I. I don't know. It's like it was when I was in the crypto space. Twitter was great because that's where everybody is in crypto. Yeah. Um. But right now, with where I what I'm in, and when it comes to marketing, I find LinkedIn is a little bit better for me. Um. Mm-hmm. And still, there's the there's the same thing. There's so many AI tools out there. and Instagram for more of the personal side of things. But but yeah, no LinkedIn is is I agree where probably worthwhile spending your time as a marketer yeah 100 percent. and the amount of eight it's 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 it's, it's become redundant i'm like are, are, the, are these people coming out with these ai tools they do not do they not understand that there's seven other tools beforehand that already came out like what are you trying to do here yeah it's this weird bubble it's which is by the way very similar to the crypto bubble that was uh about two years ago um which uh it's very very similar you have you have seven tools that do the exact same thing yeah. that are that are basically pulling APIs from from like they're the same thing. It's just market it just marketed with different colors and maybe right. different names. Well, it's like it's what do they say that a really amazing, sophisticated tool with bad marketing is not going to do nearly as well as a mediocre tool with great marketing. Yes, 
That is a uh, le- legitimate quote. I think you're paraphrasing a bit. I don't remember the quote as well. I'm I'm only par- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm that sure. is, yeah, yeah. Neither do I. I don't remember it either. So, but but that is that is so so true. I've I've, I've mentioned that I've mentioned that a lot of times uh, in, in the past. So I'll ask the, the last question that I always ask uh, to everyone is that if if you had a time machine, can go back five six years uh, in your in your case, um, and you know just before you started your, your getting into your leadership roles, uh, what would you tell yourself to kind of help you? Oh, fast and steady wins the race. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say slow and steady wins the race, but you can't always go slow. No. No. So I'd say just like consistency, like keep, keep on it. You know, even when a good career is like a marathon, not a sprint. Sorry, these are really cheesy, but I feel like they ring true when I think about those things. Yeah. And I, you know what? I'm thinking about the things that I tell my kids too. Practice makes perfect. That's another yeah. good one that I tell the kids. Try, try again. Bring it back to parenthood. All of these little things right from my kids all with that. So two things on that. One, cliches are cliches for a reason. Mm-hmm. And two, um, one thing that I that, that uh, like I mentioned before, there's there's a lot of overlap when it comes to parenting and just yeah, being a good sorry, not not just parenting, being a good parent and being a good leader. There's a yeah. lot of overlap there. A lot. Talking about well, what you were saying earlier, letting go. I mean that's parenting in a nutshell right like yeah before i send them off um, and and then it's gonna be like when they go to college and realizing that you probably didn't and that they have to learn a few things by themselves and that's okay too and that's okay too 100 percent. okay i want to thank erica song wrench uh once again uh and i hope you enjoyed this episode of sea sweet and sour if you found anything particularly interesting that you feel your colleagues may enjoy, don't be shy. Sharing is caring. I also want to remind everybody uh, that we uh, have a limited time promo uh, for 10% off your first year of a line. The code is not sour 10 Go to linetoday.com slash demo. Be sure to stay tuned and sign up for notifications on your favorite podcast platform or on aligntoday.com slash podcast. We have a pretty nice playlist with some incredible leaders just like erica thank yes Rasa yeah rasa.io uh erica for anybody who wants to uh, reach out to you how can they do that so if you want to learn more about rasa you can go to rasa.io backslash demo if you want to connect with me i'm erica psalm wrench on linkedin that's psalm like it sounds but without the p and wrench like the tool without the w amazing Thank you so 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 much, Erica, and for everybody else out there. Uh, let's get shit done. Thanks for having me. Bye.